Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Hi. Hi. It's been a while. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> let's take a shot. All right. Let's take a shot. Let's get some shoes. Oh my god. I know you're like moving, so the couch is going to be making noises. All right, oh. today, th- why don't you pour it, and then... Oh, do you want to read, read it first? No, no, pour it first. Oh. That's what I was just saying. All right. So. Glug, 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 glug. Glug, 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 glug. I'm going How to... How much is... Oh, you're, oh, you're only sipping. That's fine. I'm let, let me re- Let me read what it is. This is... I think we've done this before, actually. Old Smoky Tennessee Moonshine Apple Pie Flavor, so... Um, it smells really good. Does it? Yeah, it does. It smells like I don't apple. know if we've done the apple pie one. I can't remember. Actually, we've done a moonshine. <clears throat> it smells pretty good. All right. So I can only do, um, yeah, so I put like can't a bunch really of water in it now. Shots. Yeah, she drinks grog, which is really weird. Yeah. Which, which is just rum and water, but, so this isn't really grog, but. No, it's but it's water, like it's alcohol a water down, water. It's a watered down shot. Cheers. Oh, clink. That's pretty good. Woo! Oh my god. Well, that didn't burn me, but I'm good. I'm good. I like the flavor, actually. Yeah, it's really tasty. It's like cinnamony apple. I recommend that. It was great. That is delicious. All right, let's get started. There are places I remember And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks, where we drink and we uh, talk about hypnosis, trance, kink in our lives. All that um, hot stuff. All that good stuff. Um, this podcast is not safe for work. And please don't listen to it while you're driving because we do trance during this podcast. Yay! It's been a little while. Yeah! Um, I, we, so sick. we, yeah, we've been <laughs> sick. So obviously this is our um, charmed, recapped recap podcast um and we're gonna go into detail a little bit about some of the fun stuff that we did at charmed maybe one of the classes that we saw and we're also um then we're gonna split up and talk about um our the class that we taught at charmed and kind of break it down because i wrote notes for the class yeah i do want to say thank you everyone for your patience we got yes, we got sick immediately you. coming back oh after Charmed. Sleeping Girl was sick. I was I've been sick before, for like a month <laughs> before Charmed. Was better. Was was good. I yeah I got better for Charmed. I got better for Charmed. I was healthy for about four days and yep. then we got back and and then Sleeping we, Girl was sick and the, and, and it, then I was sick. Yep. Like was, maybe a two days later or yep, something. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. We actually still have because um, we started recording a podcast because we were supposed to have one like oh a few weeks ago and, and yeah we i was with, just gonna ask you did we, we post still, it no no no. we, we still haven't have posted that. it because we so, still have to do the trans for it yeah so we we started recording the podcast <laughs> and i was like i feel like i have a fever yeah i don't feel oh, that's so right. good so the podcast is a little wonky but we're gonna do it anyways and, and we were like it, doing was, it, it was fine yeah 
I, you kept saying it was fine. I have to listen to it. I can't actually remember it, no. but that's okay. I'm sure it was fine. It was like on Persona Play and stuff, and it was oh, it was good. It was good, yeah. And um, you like so it was really funny because we were doing the podcast and we like kept having to take little breaks during yeah. it. And it was like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. So well, see. then it was like, and we got, and you were like, I can't do that. I, yeah. And I was like dead. And then I was dead yeah. for, you know, a week and a half. And right. then I was healthy. We did charmed. And now we're here. It was crazy. Good, you good were healthy recap. for charmed, to be honest. <laughs> I know. I don't even know so what lucky. kind of miracle that was, but it worked it out perfect. Great. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so, uh, we have other Charmed recaps on our podcast. This might be our third, actually, because we're going into oh the third gosh, year of the no podcast. Way. At least the second. We do recaps usually for the events that we go to. Yeah. Um, Which, and for the most part, we only go to two. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not familiar with what Charmed is, it's a, um, hypnosis conference that's held in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, where we essentially take over the hotel. There's three days worth of classes that are all put on by, yeah. um, you know, uh, people in the community who build classes for these events. Um, and then there's a bunch of other programming that goes on and they're super fun. And, you know, we've gone to a lot of them over the last six years. Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, we're not going to quite go into as much detail as we have in the past with recaps. We, we got there, we had fun. We we (laughs) met, we met so many wonderful people. Oh my goodness. Like so many friends. new friends and everything yeah uh which we're not always great at doing uh, i'll i'll totally yeah. out ourselves <laughs> uh we're not always the most social people and honestly the last charmed i was sick oh yeah so i was like so really a little off yeah i was really off my game last charmed but this one we were both healthy yeah and we were sort of social butterflies yeah it was I, perfect i in particular like i have a lot of uh, hard times like meeting new people yes. and holding mm-hmm. up conversations because <laughs> um, I'm super socially awkward and uh, maybe you can relate and um, so I went to an event by myself um, last year I went to Deep Mind Darkwood yeah. by myself which is the first time that I went to an event alone like without any of my yeah. you know you guys and it was a really good experience for me to learn how to like make new friends, in- yeah, interact yeah. with humans, like, um, so so I I had like good feelings and skills from that that I yeah. Took, Lynn, you've just totally uh, utilized those yeah since then yeah, which I is feel awesome. really good about it. I mean, anybody who came up to us, I know there was there was people who came up to us and who were like, oh my god, we love your podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We love that. Actually, um, we do love that, even if we are awkward and are like, yeah, yeah thanks. Like, we're just not... We don't know how to deal with it. We're, um, yeah. It's it's still new to us, I guess. Right, at three years in. Like. Well, three years in, but to be fair, we only go to, like, two events a year. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah. I don't know. But, but so if we seemed awkward, you. we were. Thank you for coming up and saying <laughs> but hi. But we did appreciate it. And we really appreciate it. Um, and especially thank you to people who came to our class because we teach a podcast. That's also really cool. Yes. Um, yeah. So let's see. Why don't we talk about some of the... I think you just the... said we teach a podcast. Yep. Yeah. We do. I um, was going to okay. let it fly. And then Thanks. I thought, nah, I'm not going to let that fly. Well, that's very nice of you. <laughs> Um, so why don't we, so, um, why don't we talk about some of the hot shit that we did? We did a shit okay, ton of, di- sure. of drive-bys all yes. weekend. 
Yes. Actually, for great. some reason, a lot of our uh, a lot of our trances were like outside while we were while you were smoking yeah. or whatever. Like it just always well, ended up. Because it was like a nice like alone place. It was. It was. You know? And so it was like perfect. Um, if we were alone. Right, um but right. but some of the some of the more interesting uh things that we did were uh, uh sleeping girl ended up for my christmas birthday gift it was birthday birthday uh it was a little further yeah out in the end so i couldn't it. remember um but birthday gift she gave me a chain that has a lock on it so it's like locked to my uh wrist it's very loose but it's it's locked to my wrist and then she carries the key and so anyway um she like put the lock in my hand so i could hold it and basically had me stay in a trance state um like at a certain level and it was fascinating because anytime we ever did trance at that point in time I would like come up, but I'd just, like like hit a wall or a ceiling. I guess yeah. you'd say. So right? the way the way that we the way that I sort of structured that was like, so I have this bracelet that has a lock on it, and um, the concept was when I would lock the bracelet, I was locking you into trance, and I was trapping you in trance, right? Which is super hot. Like that's yeah, fun. That, that it was um, super hot. <laughs> yeah. And and so you would you would sort of be in trance for the whole day mm-hmm. as long as you had the thing on. And of course, the way that trance works is very dynamic. So you have, to, right. you have ups and downs and stuff. And um, I think the concept of of trapping you there, like yeah. that 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 wording, that that particular way that you would mm-hmm. think about how does a trap work, how does a lock work, it yeah. prevents. We, we talked about preventing you from coming up. So so right. when you felt like you hit that ceiling, you couldn't come up. And we also had it set so that the lock itself was a kind of anchor. So if you felt like you needed like a trance boost, you just yeah. touch it. It's right there. You right. can hold you on to it, it. Just put it in the palm of my hand again. Focus on the sense. Yep. Um, so that was very hot. So that's good. That That's good shit. Um, we also, uh, one of my favorite uh, moments was... Um, we so uh mr dream and uh the perfect monster host a speed trance event at a lot of these cons yeah. where you it's like speed dating you put your name in a box and uh you you get paired up with someone and there's six minute six minute rounds where you can either talk to them or do a little play depending on what right. you guys negotiate right. in six minutes um i don't usually participate in these the correct right. way <laughs> Usually what Cece and yeah. I will do. Cece and I will... We've done this twice now. I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. This is, We've totally done this twice. It's my favorite thing is we'll sit there and we'll go six minute rounds. Just, of just, just like trance, yeah. Just you and I doing, doing yeah. six minute long trances while people are meeting new people. <laughs> right. And interacting right. with strangers. It's so wrong. It's pretty bad. Um, one of But one of my favorite things that we did was we were, you know, you were super fractionated and we're, we're doing yeah. all this trancey shit. And... Um, I, you were really deep in trance to the point that you were sort of cataleptic and frozen Mm -hmm. and, um, Mm -hmm. your eyes were sort of going between open and closed. I can't remember exactly how it was working, but I was moving your body and I was posing you. And some of the things, some of the ways that I was posing you is I would like put your hand on my thigh and then slide it up my thigh, you know, and, and it was like, oh, Cece's making great faces. (laughs) No, it was just so funny because it was so... So we talked a little bit about this before the podcast. Yeah. And I go, 
but you were touching me. Right. And she's Which like, no, no, I was moving your hand to touch my body parts. And I'm like, no, you totally were like touching my, like the way you just described it. I'm like, still feel it. Like I know yeah. what I experienced. That's really fascinating. And yet I guess I didn't experience mm-hmm. that. Are are you sure it was you that I was touching yes. and not 100% you touching sure. me? Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I was even like having you touch my breasts too. Like, right, of course. (laughs) I remember everything I touched. You just, just, it was was just, yeah, totally. It Um, totally was. Yeah. Um, But it was, it was super hot because, I mean, the concept of somebody who can't move and like knowing how badly you want to touch me at all times is good. Right. Playing with that. So that was fun and so hot. That was really good. Uh, and then uh, the other one we wanted to talk about was actually on Sunday night at one of the after party parties. Yes. That was super good. Yes. So basically, uh, Sleeping Girl had me... Um, I'm like already getting up and excited about it, which is, I think, is fascinating. Yeah. Um, but she had me kind of be like the life of the party kind of thing, right? Where I was mm-hmm. like a social butterfly and stuff and... I was just going around and I was saying hi to everybody and just being very, you know, like sociable and uh, yeah. just very up, I guess. Yeah, because it's like um, a loud hotel party. Like it was great and it was perfect. And it was sort of like it was really loud in that room, so it was kind of hard to to do the thing. But we managed. Um, and the way that I was sort of framing it was this concept of like, what do you think about the person who's like the center of attention, social at a party, it's kind of adjacent to uh, bimbofication, actually. Right. Having someone who's right. like that girl at the party who's super up and talking to everybody. And yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and so I was playing with that angle of it, and it was great to see the shift in you where, because, like, it's Sunday at, like, midnight, and we're, yeah. like, kind of drunk and yeah. a little tired, but we don't want to leave, and, and yeah. we want Yeah, I don't remember being that tired, but maybe I was, too. Who well, knows? I think it was, I think we were just, like, feeling, I was feeling a little burnt out, and uh-huh. I, was, I was feeling a little overwhelmed by how many people were in the room. Right. <laughs> so I was like... Right. there were a lot of people in the go room. Go, Cece. Right. I mean, it worked out well. Cece, do something. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Only yeah. a little different. Oh, we've been playing Overwatch again. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did a couple of classes, or we did we did quite a few classes this year. Yeah, we went to a lot of classes, which for us, a lot of classes is like two or three a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that, that's a lot, but, isn't it? But, well, no? no, not for a lot of people. Oh, I mean, okay. I know, I know um, our friends, uh, some of our friends give us a lot of crap for not, you know, friendly crap for not, oh, yes. not going to every class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of who those people are now. Um, um, but, I mean, over the years that we've been going to cons, like when I was first going to cons, of course, I yeah. went to a class in every slot and I would go to six, that's awesome. six or seven classes a day. And at this point, like, I, I physically can't do it. It's too much yeah. for me. And um, I would rather spend my time socializing with people. I mean, some of our yeah. most favorite moments are when we're just sitting around. Usually what happens is we'll sit on the ground and then other people will come <laughs> yeah. and we'll make a circle and we'll start having these crazy conversations. Yeah. And it's great. 
um, so much of that this time. It yeah. was awesome. We had a, we had a, one of my, one of the best moments. It might have been a, you had to be there thing, but we were having a <laughs> spirited, spirited conversation on Saturday night or whatever about, you know, someone mentioned that if you, if you yell safety at something, it becomes safe. So then the. Right. Three times. Right. The you meme, have to do it three the times. Meme is, the meme is you, you look at something and you go, safety, safety, safety. And then it's safe. And then it's safe. Isn't that yeah. wonderful? Yeah. You learned a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you can't you can yell safety, safety, safety at things, but I just wouldn't necessarily yeah. jump to that conclusion. Um, <laughs> it was uh, awesome, though. <laughs> Great conversation, great people. Oh yeah, really, really wonderful people. Um, I so we don't necessarily want to go into too much detail. There's one class that we really want to talk about. We do. Um, because it was like of all the years that I've been going to these things, it yeah. was um one of my top three classes I've ever been to. Um, so I had. It was actually, unique. I yeah, it was very unique. And I actually brought out the um, uh. Mm. Uh, what's it called? The program book for it because I wanted to make sure I got the the title and the people who taught it. It was called "Reading People Through Body Language: How to Read Body Language to Better Trance," presented by Et Raptum and River. And Et Raptum, if I pronounce your name wrong, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't decide if it's Et as in like a like in French or Et or maybe it's Latin. I don't know. Um, if you see, if you happen to see these people teaching, or you know either one of them teaching, I urge you to go to the class or this class. Like or if they teach if you this see class, this class yeah. go to this class. So this class, so so this class was um, focused on um, getting people to learn about and understand the mechanics of how body language works. Yeah, which is something that we talk about a lot in hypnosis. Yes, but we really don't see a lot of classes on the technical aspects. Um, such as like micro expressions, which that's a word to Google. I would Google that yeah. and learn about those. Um, and the way the class was structured was just really, really smart. Um, oh my goodness. There these, was, uh, these people that taught the class, um, they were very accredited for the class, yes, which like, was very nice. It was, it was really good. They, um, so there was an exercise at the beginning where people were meant to stand up and walk around and mm-hmm. display a certain emotion and then observe what was happening around them. Right. And then we'd sort of talk about it. And then they had this whole slideshow presentation where we would observe um, scenes from television or different media. And yeah. they would teach us the different um, signs of micro-expressions of different emotions. Right, and um, what they represented. And what they represented. Yeah. And we would identify the things that we saw like mm-hmm. and codify what we saw in the video clip or whatnot and we did this on um positive you know good body language mm-hmm. negative body language and then also the body language of trance it yes. was a great class it was I perfect to, I it was just, in that order i cannot give this class enough um like praise yeah and uh no seriously if, if either of you are listening i forgot mm-hmm. to do um presenter uh reviews so this is my presenter review. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mine too. It was incredible. Uh, it was really good. Uh, and we did actually tell both of them. Yeah, we did. That we really liked the class too. And why? It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I did. So you and I did some hot shit. I did some hot shit with my play partner, Gleeful Abandoned, who 
I mm-hmm. asked her if I could say I did hot shit with Cleveland Bandon, and she, in all cla- caps, replied immediately, yes, please, so you know it was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> worth it. And uh, obviously I did some hot shit with Mr. Dream, who was there, my mm-hmm. partner. Um, we did a um, sort of exhibitionism show thing that was going on on Saturday night. Um, we did a, yeah. a small demonstration thing for that about mind reading, which was really good. My favorite thing, which I'm I'm right, like, I usually, when Mr. Dream and I have dates and stuff, I'll write a, like, scene log of it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing a scene log about some stuff from Charmed. Um, but, and this will certainly be in it. <laughs> my My favorite part of that was probably when we were all sort of hanging out and I think it was after speed trance up in that it room was. and he and I were just kind of like doing our usual stuff where I, I mean I'm just so super responsive and suggestible with him and you know lots of brainwashy stuff some like erotic posing and stuff and we're in a loud room with a bunch of people and as we're playing and we're doing the, these things the room like goes quiet mm-hmm. and like I'm in trance, like my eyes are rolled back. I'm like, you know, super flopped over into him, and I hear someone go, "Oh my god, oh fuck, that's really hot," and and so we're doing our thing, and I wake up, and the whole room has stopped to look at us, yeah, and they like fucking applaud afterwards, yeah, and I, and I was like, this is this is the best, this is the <laughs> best thing, this is so good. I got to do, you know, like, but my thing is like, I want to show off with yeah. my partners you know you always want to show off with your partners you want to show off the intimacy that i don't you know have. if everybody wants to show off with maybe their partners, not but no, you absolutely are an exhibitionist i well i am and it's not even like i'm not an exhibitionist necessarily in the way that i want to get caught doing something and i'm not an exhibitionist in the okay, way sure that i necessarily want people to even like I, i'm super happy for people to get off on what we're doing and think mm-hmm. about it you know in an erotic way and I like that, and I want people to see that what we do is hot, but what I really like people to see is the intimacy, um, mm. and be like, oh my god, look at the connection between those people. Interesting. I really yeah. like that part of it. Um, and I felt like I, that was like, that was really, really good for me, and it was it was organic, and it was natural, and it was great. Uh, now I'm gonna stop talking about... <laughs> no, I'll, you were fine, you were fine. That wasn't write, too long or anything. I'll write, like, at, like I'm saying, I, I write mm-hmm. these things, so I'll write about it in more detail later, and it'll be good. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, do we have anything else that we want to talk about from the weekend? I don't know. We had some great, we just had some great times. Just so many like great conversations and interactions and yeah, a lot of what we, a lot of what we like really loved about the weekend was the people, and I feel weird just talking about the people, so we won't do that. Yeah, no, we can't really do that. No, That's you know okay. who you are, and we that was deep. Yeah, but no, but we had a really good time. Oh yeah, and we oh yeah, really it, great meeting everybody that we met. Right, right, and hanging out with <laughs> with old friends and new. It was just amazing. Um, oh, I know what we wanted to talk about as well. What? Vending. Oh, yeah. We did some vending. We did some vending for the first time. It was very exciting. So ourselves and our master, Desad, yeah. um, he's a accomplished and beautiful um, toy maker. We make things out of <laughs> toy maker. exotic hardwoods, paddles, usually impact toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have... Um, 
for a long time he used to give them away <laughs> and still does still still does of course yeah, his yeah, gifts. gifts and so forth um but we've been wanting to sell them because they're worth selling and they're i want people to have them yes um and so we signed up to do some vending for them and he made a bunch of stuff for us because i was sick and i couldn't help out um for us to vend and it was a wonderful experience oh it was awesome i loved it we set out our paddles and stuff and i you know i was dressed in this like skimpy fucking gold sparkly bra and, yeah you know thigh high <laughs> garters and shit and and you were there and i was there yeah and people would just come up to us and we sort of would talk to them and show you know we would do these demonstrations you know people would yeah. be like oh what's this for and i'd be like well would you like a demonstration <laughs> and then i'd get to do hot shit with cc and people would be like wow that's exciting yeah and we, and <laughs> And it was... <laughs> I love this story. It, well, it's cracking me up. Okay. No, uh, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. And it was it was just a wonderful experience connecting with people and talking to people. And we met a lot of people who were enthusiastic about wood. Yeah. Which is great, which because, like, we're also enthusiastic about wood because we work... The, all the woods that we work with are these exotic hardwoods. Yeah, um, that we know quite a bit about and, and so forth. Yeah, and, right. And, and we're knowledgeable. And we make them. We're, you know, and, homemade. So. Right, exactly. And, and we, we all we all make them. It's not like <laughs> Decide makes them and we sell them. We, we all have a hand in them. Yeah. And we know... Um, you know, where they came from. Um, we have little information sheets about mm -hmm. the woods and stuff. Um, and it was, it was just really fun to be able to have that experience. Um, yeah. And thank you. And thank you for buying for, stuff or, from us. Or just, you know, even visiting it, and Yeah, so and forth talking and, to us. Yeah. Absolutely. It was really... It was that an awesome was, experience. I couldn't believe it, but that was one of my favorite parts was, was just sitting there and vending and, and yeah. you know, having good conversations. It was um, awesome. It was great. Let's see. So I think we should move into talking about our class because our class. we taught a class yeah. this weekend. It was very low key, which I was thrilled about. Um, we taught a, um, uh, I, I literally have the pamphlet. I can actually like read what our class was. It was a brainwashing discussion group, um, which I love. I love discussion groups because I like um, getting other people's thought processes and stuff. Let's see. In perspective. Brainwashing discussion. Brainwashing discussion. Brainstorm how to brainwash. Um, and we were both moderating and, and sort yes. of doing it. And the way that I structured it was, um, so I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm writing a book about brainwashing. Obviously, mm -hmm. you are brainwashed. Um, I have experience, you know, from both sides of, of right. brainwashing. And I uh, have done a lot of research into the topic, mm -hmm. uh, especially in terms of conditioning, which I feel is a part of it. Um, and so this is like sort of a larger part of a larger conversation that I want to have with a lot of people about their perspectives on how brainwashing yeah. works. Um, so it was kind of like research for me. And I also feel like some of the best conversations that I have um, during cons yeah. are they come from um, if we go to something or we see something really interesting mm -hmm. and what? you just had to, you just had I, to react. Wait, I, I try not it. to. I try if not to. see something, but they say didn't something. Say, <laughs> they didn't see it. So you could have just kept going. I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
organically these we the best things that happen during cons are these big organic conversations between smart people where yeah we all start sharing our perspectives and expertise and that was kind of how I wanted to structure the class was I gave a small um spiel about my own um experience and perspective about how I model it and about Mm -hmm. how I'm writing about it yeah um and then moving on from there we had a really structured discussion um and uh what was I gonna say I don't know what I was gonna say and it went really well. Yeah. Um, it was extremely well attended. We had like 30 plus people in that, yeah. in a huge fucking circle. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was a large group. I also, oh, I do want to mention this now um, because we're, what we're going to do is we're going to go into specifics of what we discussed during the class because I took um, studious notes, furious notes um, while the class was going on. There are no mm-hmm. names or anything attached to the notes. I just, anytime anybody gave their perspective on something, I wrote it down. Those yeah. notes are available on my Tumblr, um, as well as on my FetLife page. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to look on with those while we talk about this, that's fine. I also don't think you have to if you don't want to. No. We're going to be sort of going into some of it. Um, and we are we're going to be sort of discussing um, themes that we noticed that people were talking about, our perspectives on those themes, yeah. stuff like that. And we're like... Cece and I were going through this before we started the podcast, and it ended up sort of going into this place where we almost sort of started reworking the questions <laughs> yeah. that we asked people, um, which is great. And so we'll share some of that as well. And these are great yeah, questions sure. to ask yourself. Um, and yeah, so we're going to do that in a moment. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. <laughs> And I'm going to fucking stop talking because I've just been talking this whole goddamn time. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. All right. Um, So I I kind of already talked about uh, what the class was about. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so I'll I'll sort of quickly go over my sort of lecture notes for it. Okay. The way that I wanted, like, so... For me, everything kind of comes down to this question of, like, what is brainwashing practically and how can we do this with our partners? Because this is a fantasy that we hold, a lot of us hold, um, about, like, what's, you know, what's one of the biggest things we want to do if we have a long-term partner? Brainwash them. A lot Mm -hmm. of us have this fantasy of brainwashing our partners. Um, and Or being brainwashed. Or being brainwashed, exactly. So, good. Subject's perspective. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... So the way that I kind of think about it, because I'm trying to codify this in the the writing that I'm doing, um, is this concept of making it a goal-oriented process Mm -hmm. um, and learning how to be able to set goals for yourself and your partner about where you want them to be um, and how you want them to be, um, which I, I, I sometimes sort of separate this into two different ideas, like mm-hmm. g- your general goals of, oh, I want a brainwashed partner, um, I want a brainwashed slave, I want a, you know, a good submissive, and um, and then your specific goals of how, how do you achieve that? And, and it comes yeah. down to these concepts of, like, how do you set specific goals that will allow you to achieve your larger goals and some of that comes down to being able to ask yourself questions and some of these questions that i'm talking about are things that we asked during the discussion group um 
For uh, the most part, we only asked like four questions. Oh yeah, we only had a few, and we it was like an hour long thing. So, yeah. So we yeah. can only get into so much in an hour. Um, yeah. And part of like we we talked a little bit about the sort of hows how to mm-hmm. do things, but not very much. I I think the my main goal with the class is is brainstorming what what do you want? Yeah. And and then the secondary question of how do you get there is a separate question. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, you know, let's see. I'm reading through the notes. <laughs> yeah, like how you achieve, like, the goals that you set depends on the tools and the knowledge that you have available to you. Um, and Right, of course. You mentioned a really interesting thing while we were talking about this before the podcast that I actually want to bring up. Which okay. is oh god, I lost it. I hope it's not the the bad discovery I made. Um Go ahead, I'm listening. One, what's the bad discovery? <laughs> um uh, what so so you brought up this question of like what is brainwashing? Is it just a hot word for conditioning and training? Oh, you are gonna bring that yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is and I don't think we can answer that question because I think it's such a the the, the word the the nature of words is that they're so personalized for people yes. and that was a lot of what I wanted to get out of the discussion group. Yes. Is to get people's personalized definitions. Um, but that concept of like what so so if if brainwashing is something besides just conditioning and trading, then what is it? Um, right. So anyways, so let's sort of, so the first question that we asked was, what does it mean to be brainwashed? Yes. I'm going to put you on the spot. What does it mean for you? For me? Yeah. For you to be brainwashed. I already told you. I already told you and you already said. Oh, so, so it's another word for conditioning and training. I honestly think it's, it's, um, and I hope I don't insult anyone, but I honestly believe that it's like a hot word for conditioning and training. Yeah. Um, in the BDSM community, <laughs> we call it <laughs> conditioning and training. Right. And I think in the hypnosis community, it, the hot word is, is, is brainwashed. Um, so yeah, I honestly think that's, that's what it someone, is. Well, I someone, do. So someone answered, <laughs> so. someone answered that it, that it, brainwashing means having a consistent set of conditioned responses, which I think is a great answer. Right. Um, and it's sort of in line with what you're talking about. Right. There was also, so there was a lot of other things that people were talking about, for example, like it's robotic blind obedience or it's a change permanently over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. The word permanent came up a lot, which I thought was interesting. People right. have this concept of that brainwashing is a permanent thing. And I think that that strongly comes from the fantasy aspect of brainwashing. Yeah. If you think practically about yes. brainwashing or if you think practically about play with a partner sure how permanent can things really be you know right well and i i think i think they can be permanent of course um but i don't think the nature of it is just permanency right um i think you have to work at it if you want it to be permanent i think you have to do upkeep i think Absolutely. you have maintenance. to maintenance and um, conditioning, right? Right. So conditioning is an interesting thing because that sounds like something you just do and then there's a result. That's not entirely how conditioning works. Conditioning is you have to keep conditioning. Right. Um, and that's what we mean by upkeep. That's what we mean by, yeah. um, 
So I do think it can be permanent. Absolutely. But I think it takes work. It does. Yeah. It doesn't just happen and then it's done all of a sudden. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, I think, um, the idea of permanency is a, is a really sexy one. Oh Um, yeah. And it's definitely like that goal. Even, even, yeah, of course. And and even the word permanent for me is kind of a hot word because it seems dangerous. I don't know. It does. I I feel like it's dangerous. No, I agree. I agree. Um, The one thing that I... It's scary. Yeah. (laughs) The one one thing that I really have to say about that is that it's a great fantasy to have and it's a good goal to have too. Um, But realistically, realistically when you're playing with somebody, if you set something up to be permanent and then they experience um, uh, what's called extinction of that yes. behavior mm-hmm. or, or whatever you said in them, that's going to create a disconnect for them. Um, yeah. And it, it's going to be just a, a challenging experience. I'm not going to necessarily say it makes things harder for some people yeah, in yeah. some situations. Exactly. It might make things harder, but it is going to be an unpleasant experience for someone who, like, you tell them this is a permanent thing and then it's not. Right. So right. everybody being on board with the concept of that being a fantasy mm-hmm. or a goal I think mm-hmm. it's great, and 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 realistically understanding that conditioning keeps upkeep and, and brainwashing keep, um, yeah. takes takes upkeep. Well, and I know for us, we've we've literally run into that to some degree, right? Yeah. Where it was kind of like this was supposed to be permanent because that's always our goal, right? Um, but just life, of whatever, yeah. starts getting in the way, and we've taken note. Yeah, wait a minute. That seems to be going a little haywire or, or no, that's not the right word, <laughs> um, by the wayside or something. Yeah. Like, it seems to be te- deteriorating, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so do we want to keep it or not? And and then, um, you know, doing what... Going from there. Yeah, going from there. Absolutely. Exactly. Because you might find that it's not something that you want your right. partner to actually right. do or whatever that's, you know and that's, that's another real. and that's another flip side of the idea of permanency is that things you know it, it's good to be open to the concept of things changing even if you have this concept of permanency sure if you want to play with the idea that's great um but yeah so um there was also a couple there was a few people who were mentioning this concept of like um, being brainwashed means that the the brainwashed person believes that it's believes that the brainwasher's will is their own will, or they f- it f- has to feel like it's their idea that it's right. coming from themselves. Yeah. So it, that's kind of like almost a covert, sneaky thing, which I thought was also interesting. Yes. Another yes. like hot fantasy thing. Yes. And I'm not. I I, I want to be really clear. I'm not saying that something being a hot fantasy thing means it's not valuable or doesn't work. Right. I, it, these are no, exactly. these are good things. These are good things. Yeah. You know, working with fantasies is great. Um, I mean, that's where it kind of all stems from, right? Yeah. I mean, you and I have had conversations about the concept of whether or not you know that these ideas are coming from yourself, and I've talked extensively about it. Yeah. Well, and and I, people have definitely uh, taken note that it's kind of weird to some degree. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of interesting or, or odd because I will say I don't want to do something uh-huh. and then continue to do it Yeah, and enjoy myself. I usually laugh or whatever, like yeah. if it's a movie or something. And um, there are some people that are confused. Why? 
you know, why sleeping girl? <laughs> uh, are you okay with, uh, CC being like, I don't want to do this or yeah. having this negative feel about it. Right. Why not just well, and brainwashed into the extent of it's, it's your it's, will is my will. So right. done. Well, and I, I, and I, you know, the answer for me is very clearly that there's value in both. I like both of those things a lot. I want, I want to have my cake and eat it too, because I like both of those ideas very much. Um, And um, the, the value for a lot of the value for me in having you know that it's my will and not yours, and yet you have to do it anyways, or you have to respond, you, you are responding automatically anyways, or something like that. Yeah. That's control. Right. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. And um, uh, also it, it speaks to a larger thing that I think we've talked about before, which is that concept of if you have someone who doesn't really know that they're hypnotized or doesn't know that they're brainwashed or mm. something like that, mm-hmm. and they believe they're acting, how do they get pleasure from understanding that they're brainwashed? Because right. for a lot of people, a lot of subjects, especially myself included, that feeling of I, I want to know that something is is happening to me. Yeah. I want to be there and I want to be present for it. And whereas if it's something that's uh, that I feel I did on my own, mm-hmm. if you like snap me out of it afterwards, then I can appreciate it. But while it's happening, it just feels normal. Right. And you can and you can play with that. Like even as I'm saying that phrase, I, I'm like, right. oh, I could twist that. Like I could easily make it like, <laughs> you know, you can play with the line and stuff. Right. Utilize what you've got, obviously. Um, all good. Um, so it was great because some people were saying the thing that you have to leave so in your own will. And then we also had a lot of people mentioning things like it has to feel non-consensual. Yeah. Which yeah. also hot. And as we were talking Absolutely. about, we like both. <laughs> we do. So we incorporate both. And it's and um, a lot of the things for us is like, I don't necessarily go into something planning one way or another how you're going to feel about it. No, things just kind of happen. Yeah. I mostly um, notice your first reactions and I'll make a decision of whether to push it or right. go with what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There was some... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, someone mentioned an interesting concept of introduction of mind control techniques into a relationship which then the question is, what are mind control techniques? Um, and uh, that came down to a lot of the idea of non-consent as well. Um, so then we can move on a little bit. And so the question, so this question that we asked was, what are some qualities of a brainwashed person? Yeah. When I asked this question, and this is, yeah. where, this is where we're starting to rework the, the discussion. Uh, when I asked this question, I wanted to see what specific goals people mm-hmm. could come up with for setting for their partners. Yeah. Um, we we didn't really get those answers. I had to sort of push to get those answers, and I didn't get a lot of them. Um, I think I, I, I sort of rephrased the question... For the future. For the future into what's your ideal version of, a, of your brainwashed partner? Yeah. What's your ideal version of your partner? that you can make into reality. And, and maybe that gets people to think about their goals. Um, but we got some great answers to this question. Um, regardless. Regardless. Right. Um, 
so people were talking about like a strong connection is you know super necessary and goes and the trust goes both ways um people were having great um discussions about whether or not resistance is valuable yeah which that's a and that's, that's kind of almost what we were talking it about is, to some degree it right? is because that's a flavor that people want in their relationship and i think that's great yeah. i know we like to play with resistance a lot sometimes yes um, I, I mean honestly isn't that kind of what we were talking about even just just like a little bit ago which is i don't actually want to see this and i'll tell you as much but then I go and see it and yeah. stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. in some ways, that's even a type of resistance, it is. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we definitely like to play with that. Um, having, you know, having someone that's good at communication and giving feedback, I think that's a really valuable goal to set with yeah, your partner. Yeah, definitely. Tra- training someone and, and conditioning someone yeah. to be good at communicating with you. Yeah. Hell yeah. That, that'll that just fucking help that'll everything. That'll just help everything in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was a discussion uh, a little bit about a sense of it, these things feeling involuntary. Yeah. Which I, I think, like... I mean, I love it. Yeah, right? So, so the, feeling of, the feeling of hypnosis um, being an involuntary response yeah. is, like, the fucking goal right. for a lot no, of people. No, of course. Um, I mean... Um... So not to sound too too technical or whatever, but the unconscious, um, another another word for it in the psychology world, is involuntary responses. Uh-huh. So um, definitely, definitely, like the goal, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I've seen I've in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of discussion on whether or not the nature of hypnosis has to feel involuntary. There's some, yeah. um, stu- there, there's various different theories of hypnosis, um, in academia. And, um, one of them talks about hypnosis, uh, one of the defining qual- characteristics of hypnosis. What? What are you laughing at? No, it's fine. It's just the word academia. Like my hero academia? Yeah, Is that maybe, where you went with maybe. it? Maybe. I don't, it sounds like a fairyland. Well. Academia, academia. sounds, <laughs> like a fairyland and it took me a while of like academia where oh oh understood yeah. and then i laughed at myself because okay. you're making a really funny face it was really funny okay maybe you had to be in cc's head i just took everybody there well that's great we just visited everyone, academia everyone went on a journey together <laughs> we're going back that's great um but Sorry. but the um, some of the theories I've seen in different studies are talking about how the the nature of hypnosis, it's a um, distinct um, thing because people feel like they're having involuntary responses, right. which is not always the case with hypnosis, as we well know. Yeah, um, but, absolutely. But a lot of pe- but this is a this is a concept that a lot of people have, and I think it's a good goal. Again, yes. that word oh, comes yeah. up. Well, in in. And I can say I have honestly experienced it. Oh yeah. Um, at varying times, mm-hmm. not all the time though. Right. Um, and not even one of those. Oh, now that I've experienced it, I always experience it. Nope. Right. It's no, not. It's. It's not always going to feel like your responses are involuntary. Yeah. It's a great goal, and it's something that I really like to work on, and I feel like m- most of the time when we do trance, mm-hmm. when we kind of like really get going into it right stuff just happens you know right and you get that sense 
Um, but it takes time, and it takes time yeah. each time as well. I yeah, feel. I agree. It's the same. It's the same for me as a subject. Yeah. Um, so I after after we had this conversation, I sort of pushed. Um, oh, someone said. Uh, someone oh, said a really oh, someone did. said a really interesting thing in this last question about the qualities of a brainwashed person, and they were talking from the subject's perspective, um, and they said the hotness comes from the feeling of I'm still me and yet there's the will of the other person being imposed which I just thought was a really beautiful way of putting that that sense of knowing that someone else is in control yeah like that that that's definitely nice being an important part for a lot of people yeah I think is great yeah um so then I sort of pushed for specific specific goals and even then a lot of this is stuff that we've talked about at length on the podcast um so someone said the being able to see the contrast between the like brainwashed behavior versus the non-brainwashed behavior so contrast being an important part of right. you know specific uh senses heightened sexual attraction to people mm-hmm. um you know anticipatory service obviously those are you know so anticipatory is an interesting thing uh-huh. because um uh that's actually mind kind of that mind reading thing right uh-huh but from the subject to mind the, reading to the, the hypnotist the hypnotist absolutely um thought processes and so forth anticipatory and service be, i want to i, I want to sort of define that a oh little yeah further. we shouldn't just assume <laughs> anticipatory service is sort of shorthand for um understanding the the needs and the desires of the other person and meeting those needs and desires. So without being asked. Without being asked. Or exactly. told exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so in some cases it might be like if you think I'm thirsty, getting me a glass of water. Right. Or something like that. Before you before I say something. Yeah. Uh, and anticipating that need. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that if you break that down and I do this a shit ton with you. Yeah. Um, it comes from the subject being able to read the top. And paying a lot of yeah. attention to the top. Um, and and so a lot of the work that I do with you when we do brainwashing is about you learning new ways to read me, mm-hmm. being able to read my body language, yeah. thinking about me a lot. And that's one of the other points that someone yeah, mentioned. Yeah, someone also mentioned. Someone mentioned always, always thinking, thinking about, about the other yeah. person. Um, that kind of almost, I mean, I, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but, but to me that speaks to that idea of almost like puppy love where you're constantly thinking about the other person and stuff like that but it doesn't have to be that it can be more something different Mm -hmm. um and uh but but yeah so so that sense of of wanting to understand someone better i think is really important in relationships in general and especially in brainwashing um because it's a two-way street um let's see so the, the last one for the, uh, the specifics, specifics was kind of an interesting one because that's kind of... Why don't you read it? Um, okay. Love-hate relationship with being more agreeable, desire and inclination to please and change yourself to better suit them, which may or may not be emotionally complex. Um, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of words. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like that is kind of what we do mm-hmm. a, a good portion of what uh so dan you know sleeping girl i would say your generalized goal 
is not only to have a brainwashed slave submissive, but also like the way we always put it is like a best friend or something. Oh, yeah. Like somebody that, you know, does what they want to do and, you know, like yeah. watch the same movies together, watch the same. I, I you kind know. of, the way that I process it is like a little different. I call that. A, I call you my best friend all the time because yes. I, I feel like that's a super good. Right. And then I also sort of feel like. Like you're my imaginary friend. Yes. Um, like well, we 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 do. We kind of have equated me to your like familiar as yes. well, which is kind of in that realm of yes. like imaginary and or magic. Have, and we have fun like putting things into boxes. But that the sense of your yes. imaginary yes. friend always wants to do what you want to do and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Right. See, I always I always kind of picture it as like you're a princess. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have this like surf, right? That has that that you have they have to be your friend or whatever there's usually animosity and problems with that type of a situation in the storybooks right (laughs) i just did quotes um but obviously this is different because you brainwash that person so then it's fine right they they (laughs) always like it they always have fun um i i think but that's i would say that's kind of your your ultimate like that's the the concept of generalized the, goal the the desire and the inclination to please and change yourself to better suit them i feel like mm. is also a, that's that's got some really good shit in it because then it becomes yeah. self self-sustaining um oh yeah someone someone Definitely. who constantly wants to make themselves better for you a that's desirable in all relationships i feel like we should always be making ourselves but to better suit our partners yeah um in whatever ways are available to yeah. us you know and and reasonable um uh, well that's yeah. kind of part of seduction to some degree right? absolutely yeah absolutely um so our the next question that we moved on we we asked the how question how do we achieve these goals um and we sort of asked for some generalized techniques that people used um uh obviously stuff came up like tying things to pleasure and satisfaction absolutely um uh let's see even if it's just this pleases me yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, right. Um, doesn't have to be sexual. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh yeah. There's a lot of sexual associations. People talk finding, about finding finding satisfaction. Excuse me, I can't talk now. <laughs> finding oh, this was, satisfying this was an ways interesting one. to make disagreeing difficult. That was fascinating. Yeah. So someone mentioned that, and I, I found it really interesting. And they were talking about it in terms of like. So, so the full oh, yeah. comment is... Yeah, go ahead and read the whole thing, actually. Um, <laughs> ma- like... Making it hard for them to remember why they were disagreeing. Like, like um, if you're in... And I, I would extrapolate this to be in a scenario where um, th- the thing doesn't actually matter. You're not doing this in a detrimental yeah. way to them, obviously. Right. But um, read the but whole thing. I am, I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... So make it hard for them to keep their train of thought when they disagree with you. Yeah. That's just hot. Like, yeah. if you're so, having a conversation with someone and you want, and they want to go out for tacos and you want to go out for sushi and they're talking about tacos, but they keep getting like distracted by yeah. something, whether it's sex yeah. or whether it's, they just sort of like lose their train of thought. That's super fucking hot. Oh my Holy God. shit. So for whatever reason. They said, they said this thing and we were both like, right, oh my right, God, right. Oh my God. <laughs> we want to do this. This is great. But we almost do oh, this. Shit. I'm sorry for so, your ears. Oh goodness. Sorry. Um. I just became Canadian. Did you hear Sorry. that? Sorry. No, no, that wasn't Canadian either. What, I don't know. <laughs> now we're British. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> little world tour. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, no, we, we got really excited at the time. I actually had forgotten about this, um, but I got thinking about it. So the other thing that you like is uh, the derpy nature, right? So I kind of have, have a to, tendency. You have to, no, no, you have to go I have to explain it. that? Yes. Oh, but we've talked about this before. Well, okay. So derpy being basically, um, oh, right. Why don't you talk about what derpy is? Okay. Because you're actually the best So word to so, describe So it. derp is a um, sort of colloquial meme thing. Um, it's not, it, 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 I find it to be a sort of endearing term for someone who's a yes. little awkward or like, I would call it like almost mentally clumsy. Okay. I think, I think is, I like is the way to put that. Um, I think. I think I like that. Like, Cece, <laughs> anyone who's listened to the podcast, Cece's a little derpy, you know? In this playful... In a fun, playful way. In a I'd, cute, yes. a cute derpy yes. way. Kind of like a, a puppy that runs into things. Little, yeah. That's, yeah. Except not in a physical, You're not right. You're way. actually graceful. I just want to point that physically. out. You're graceful That's why I had to say you're mentally clumsy a little Mental- bit. Yeah, I like that. I, don't, I like that. I, I made a joke once to uh, Mr. Dream, because we were actually having this conversation with him uh, a, at a different time, and he was like, what is it that you like about Derp? And I made the joke, because I wanted to turn you on, and I was like, I made yeah. a joke. I was like, I, I like dumb girls, but it's not actually dumbness. It's no. It's separate from dumbness because you're inte- no. you're very intelligent, but yeah. you're but there's <laughs> but there's a there's mental clumsiness. Anyways, I like just... mental clumsiness. No, I like that. Yeah, it's also usually a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain. I it. find it very endearing, and yeah, and I I really like that as a quality with right. you a lot. So it's increased when I'm around you. Right. Um. And simply because you know that I like it and I sort of encourage the behavior. Exactly. No, you totally encourage the behavior. Um, where was I going with this? I have no clue. Oh I don't know why you brought gosh. it up. Oh my gosh, it was so relevant. Uh, oh, oh, I know. I do know. Okay, so to some degree, you almost already do this. Where because of the derpy thing, uh-huh. that's where I was going with this. Okay. The mental clumsiness. Yeah. It is hard to disagree with you. It is oh, yeah. hard to even think properly, especially at certain times, especially when you start really wanting something or something, and then it's like, okay, you yeah. know. So in some ways, we do actually do that. Yeah. Um, There's also, that sort of leads into this other point. That was point. it. That was my only point. The, the, it sort of, <laughs> that sort of leads into another thing that someone said, which is, I like when people say yes and feel positive about it. So controlling your partners to say yes about things and feel good about it and not necessarily being able to say no as much, um, where they sort of have this thought process inside of them, like, oh, of course yes is the answer. I like saying yes. Yeah. Which is also a nice thing. Yeah. Um, I, I like, that's that's sort of more of a play thing, but, but also speaks to that more general concept of like, oh, the other person is right, obviously. Um, yeah. Uh, which is cool. Um control yeah lots of control um which is awesome uh someone said uh you know a couple different things to to make sure that they 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 really feel that i can control their their emotions directly um i think that's a yeah that's an interesting one like so that and, it, and i think you can sort of expand that beyond just emotions so that they know that yeah. that 
they can be controlled directly. Yeah. That's a that's a really, really powerful thing for a lot of people to to believe that and feel that. And that sort of speaks to um, one of my, you know, in terms of breaking down my own goals for brainwashing, I want you to know that you're brainwashed. Yes. And that sort of is, is how I would, you know, that I can control you. Yeah. Like that, and that's not a question. That's something that we both understand and right. really right. feel. And it's important for me that we both feel that, too. Mm. A lot of these um, things, I think, are important to think about from the top side as well. Um, yeah. I have to feel confident that I can control you. It makes sense. For myself. I, yeah. It feels good, A. Like, yeah. That's part of the fun for me. I mean, for me, honestly, so my fetish is control, right? So mm-hmm. it's important for me to feel that you can control me. It's important for me to feel that you're confident in controlling me and so forth. Mm-hmm. So if anything, that just is, is very, very two-sided. Um, the other, the other thing that somebody said was to believe that they know what they're thinking. So like mind reading kind of yeah, thing. Mind yeah. Mind reading is, mind reading is super fun. Um, I have super strong feelings about it and I don't really know how to talk about it very well. The sense that, that everybody wants to feel like they're understood by someone else. Of course. Um, and the concept of quote unquote mind reading is... Uh, to make them feel like really understood by someone else, like to the right. point that you almost know what they're thinking, um, and uh, obviously that's a two-way street. You want to encourage well, because that's, you, yeah, that's because what we were you, talking about. Yeah, I mean, right? you, you don't necessarily want someone a, a subject to feel like the top can read their mind, so they don't have to um, express what they're feeling. That's the the yeah. pitfall. The pitfall of mind reading is if the subject feels like they don't have to communicate, that's a problem. And they don't. And they don't. Whether or not they feel like they they have to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, if yeah, they, yeah. If they stop communicating because then, then something then something to... is wrong. The the way that you would effectively do this is um, they know that because they communicate with you, yes, they can. You know, their mind can be read. It's, yes. it's because of that communication, the constant communication, that there's such an open book and they can right. be read so easily. Right. Um, Which as long as I think, I think that's, that's really a, a big part of the, of a key, the key. Right? Oh yeah. Interestingly with us. We do really weird bubble we just, mind reading. Yeah. Anyways. Like we kind of just you, can you read know, each other's you minds. Know, you know what it's like with people who are in relationships <laughs> and it's like really gross that they always are finishing each other's sentences and shit. We did it like from day one. Yeah. Like we're that couple. Sorry. Yeah. But anyways. But that's why we decided to do a podcast. Yep. We decided to invite you in our bubble. Yep. That's actually what happened. Yep. So. Someone else mentioned mm. um, the idea of taking their fantasies and making them real and then... Um, from that from that concept of of making their wildest dreams reality assigning that to the idea of this is happening because you're brainwashed that's a really yeah. great way to reinforce being brainwashed <laughs> like, yeah that's really good um let's see always giving positive reinforcement always giving acknowledgement mantras people were talking about mantras um mantras they, are awesome. they come from a place of personal reinforcement they could be used by the subject themselves that's great um uh, uh, and, and mantras obviously can always can also be used as a way to fix 
your mindset if you're off, you mm-hmm. know, as a subject, you're like, oh, I'm not in such a good place. Let me repeat this mantra because mantras get anchored to certain feelings. Yeah. Um, so they're a good way to be able to recall positive feelings or feelings yep. of being brainwashed, stuff like that. Um, let's see. And then we talked about risk a little bit and I'm not really, we're not really going to go into risk too much. Um, I think one of the pitfalls with this discussion was we, um, we got stuck on a couple of topics and people started to try to workshop how to fix them. Yeah. And I don't think that was, that's the most effective way to have that conversation in a big group of people. Yeah. I think that when it comes to discussing risks, in a, in a group of people, at least in this class scenario, yeah. discussing what the risks are mm-hmm. and then bringing it home with your partner and discussing and with discussing your partner. If it's even going to be a pitfall, exactly. right? Exactly. Because um, not all everybody's risks are going are the to same be the same. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, the you know, one of the biggest risks when it comes to brainwashing um, and dependency, obviously... Um, is disintegration of a relationship for whatever reason. Yeah. The person who's the brainwasher or the brainwashee or whatever mm-hmm. leaves. Mm-hmm. And then, so how do you deal with that? Yeah. Um, uh, and that's going to be different for every couple. Yes. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, this, this concept of, and then the concept of dependency going into the concept of the sense of, almost addictive like mm-hmm. nature of it um and the tolerance level that comes with it mm-hmm. where you're constantly yeah. wanting to escalate and get something more like get a better fix or yeah. something we experience this all the time yeah we um, i mean we were actually we had a just recently yeah we had a long just, conversation about this recently yeah. we had a we maybe had we a, should do a podcast on this we should do a podcast on that yeah um I, well anyway yeah <laughs> Um, but I don't want to do, you know, I want to do that to our listeners in this moment, but basically, um, it's, it's definitely a, it's one of the risks I, I would say. Absolutely. Well, it's one of, it's one of the risks with every type of play, Mm -hmm. um, where you, you do something and then it's really intense and good and then you need a step further for it to be better or, or or something as good as as good as it was. Um, and that's that's something that people navigate all the time in the BDSM community, the hypnosis community, yeah, relationships in general, sex in general. Um, sure, sure, yeah. Obviously, so moving online, obviously there's um, uh, this this is a good one. Risks to the brainwasher. There's there's effort involved, and you can overextend yourself. Uh-huh. Um, so being able to keep an eye on how you're doing is really mm-hmm. important. Um, uh, the concept of dependency, which we've talked about at length, uh, and how much dependency you you want in a brainwash relationship versus how much you can control, because you know ne- you can't necessarily mm-hmm. control how much they're going to be dependent on you, right. but you can try to take steps. Um, and then uh, one of our very first podcasts was on this topic of can a brainwashed person make objective decisions about you? Right. Which I was fascinated that someone else brought up. We didn't bring that up. No, we didn't. Someone we else really didn't. Did. We, and, and I went, I went back and listened to some of our old podcasts recently, a 
to try to see if there were any that we wanted to expand on. Yeah. Any old topics. And also, I'm sort of semi um, transcribing the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Because um, why not write two books at the same time? That's not a stupid idea at all, Sleeping yeah. Girl. Um, uh, and, and one of our first podcasts was on, well, how do you deal with a brainwashed person making objective decisions on, you know, about you? And yeah. The, the the example that we always used was like, t- t- does this dress look good on right, me? Right, right, right. Oh yeah, you look great. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously, there is some consent issues. Can a brainwashed person judge what they really consent to? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and how do you prove to your partner as a brainwashed person that you're being objective with them? Right. And these are all... On both sides. These are all great questions to ask yeah. yourself and your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, they're conversations we've had extensively. Yeah. Um, really good shit. Really good shit. Yeah. And that was, that was the end of our class. Yeah. Um, it was... I was really, really happy with the turnout. I was really, really happy with... Huge turnout. Yeah, it was great. We had a we huge had a big room. room. And, and we, we filled it. We took up the entire room yeah. with a big circle. It was good. We had a... One of the things that I'd like to mention as if you ever decide to teach a class, um, and this can be in the hypnosis community or wherever, um, but getting people engaged is really important. And so we did a fun thing at the beginning (laughs) where we all sat down and we were noticing people were kind of like... Wait, was it tired. just right like, after lunch was, or something? I was, don't remember. It was near the yeah. end of the day on Saturday. So we're like midway through the con, nearing the end of the con. And people were not, you know, not very animated. And so we were like, we should probably get people like to stand up and like yeah. do something. And what we ended up doing was we had people do the wave yeah. through the circle of chairs. Yeah. The sleeping um, girl kept getting it wrong. I, I don't so. want to talk about it. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> it was really funny. A, but that was like, uh, yeah, it's really important to, to get people moving and because that, that helps people oh, yeah. get engaged. I mean, that's just Blood a, flow. that's a, yeah, that's a, a trick, so to speak, uh, for speakers and so forth. Um, and uh, when it's not utilized nearly enough. Yeah, it should be so, utilized a lot. Yeah. So, um we are at the end of our presentation, and... Uh, at our presentation? Yeah, Did you just I say know, that? I know. <laughs> Fucking God. Um, so that was... That was the... We had a really great time with that class. We are certainly going to propose this for Nihu. Um, yes. It'll, it'll probably be on Sunday, um, assuming it gets accepted, and... Yeah. Um, so, Actually, it can only be on so Sunday I wrote, I wrote if it gets couple, accepted. I wrote a couple more notes I wanted to oh. see if any of them were relevant to talk about. Um, of course, my phone is, is derping. Let's see. Oh, let's see. There's that word. Um, so here's some, here's some questions to think about. And this is kind of like, if there was ever a podcast to think about listener questions, it's sure. this one. I've got this some. one. Okay. Um, so that first one that I mentioned, what's your ideal version of your brainwash partner? Yes. Um, that's one to think about. And then the separate question of, how sustainable is that? And how, and how could you make it sustainable? Sure. Because I feel like that's a really, really big topic of going from how do you make this fantasy of brainwashing into a reality? Sure. Yeah. And, and life gets in the way and Mm -hmm. yada, 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 stuff like that. Um, 
uh, and the concept of does being brainwashed equal being hypnotically responsive, the concept of is brainwashing something separate from dominance and submission, all right. of these are really great questions, and maybe we will do podcasts on some of these topics, and and maybe these questions will come up at the version of this discussion group at Nihu. Yeah. This is a great discussion group. Please come to Who our knows? class. Um, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. We're, we'll <laughs> be surprised. Great. Right. Yeah, I'll always. And I will take notes. Um, it's one of the reasons we love doing discussion groups, actually. Yep. Yeah. And I will, obviously, I'll link to the notes uh, in the, in the um, show notes on... Uh, the the podcast notes and yeah so we're gonna switch gears from teaching yeah. a fucking class and going into doing some goddamn hypnosis not that much different for me so it's fine I, I think i've told the story on the podcast about how the first time i taught i went so profoundly into trance as i was teaching that yes. it was done and i was like what just happened? I have absolutely zero memory yeah. of this class that I just yeah. taught. I remember you were like, I need as much feedback as possible because I don't, I don't know what actually I know what I just did. Oh my yeah. God. That's crazy. When I saw you go into trance, it was so fascinating oh, because you were like nervous and stuff. And then you were just it. like, just flowing, like, yeah. you know, yeah. the words just coming out and it was perfect. Yeah. And I was like, huh. That's hilarious. Yep. I've never seen her do that before. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go do the thing. We'll BRB and have some hot, sexy fun. <laughs> it's not like I like you or anything, Baka. I thought I was supposed to say Baka. No. Well, you said Baka the other day. Oh. This is a really stupid conversation. <laughs> you're the only one to have it. Well, well, because I was going to. Because you're laughing. Your laugh is so loud. I know. It's so loud. You want to be quieter? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you're ready to change that, weren't you? <laughs> That's I great. How. I don't know how I it could change have, that. It would have just happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So we're going to do some trance. Some we're already, hot shit. already starting to do hot shit trance. I don't fucking know. Like, it's been a little while, so we're just going to do a thing and see what happens. <laughs> Sleep deep, 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 deep down. That's right. Wow, that's beautiful. That's so, so, so good. And there, we've been talking about so many different things, and I know it sort of takes you a moment to sort of settle into it, but you can feel that sense that you have when you do settle into it. That feeling where you start to, like, just really, really, really go deep down. You know what that feeling is like. That feeling where we really start to get going. And we've had so many experiences like that where we feel like we're doing stuff and we're warming up. And that warming up process is really nice, too. And the way that you sort of shift thoughts and the way that you sort of shift your awareness and you shift your focus... And then that sense of where we're really getting into the groove where you just start to respond and do things. And you notice that change in responsiveness that you have, that sense of going from a place where things are happening to you to things are just happening outside of your control. Like when you go deep right now. That's right. And it just happens. And that's the place that you really want to be all the time where things just keep happening to you things that you don't have control over 
things that you don't want to have control over and that desire is a part of it too because your desires inform a lot of how you feel about and how you respond to the things that we do it's a collaborative thing and I like that word that you use because it is collaborative between us always hypnosis is a collaborative experience between people mutual desires informing the things and the responses that come and it's just so good and so right to be able to share those experiences together and even in the most simple touches and the most easy little tiny movements they're the biggest reactions and the biggest responses you can sit there barely moving and I can see so much happening inside your head but I love that so much and you can sit there barely moving and I can sit there just barely touching you and you feel like it's the most intense powerful things and the slightest touches and part of that we can play with in the sense of your nerve endings become more sensitive and the way that your mind responds becomes more sensitive can you imagine that like how could your brain be more sensitive and what is that like and how do you how does that change your responsiveness if your mind is more sensitive to my words and sometimes it's about exploring what the connotations of different words mean and sometimes it's about exploring what kinds of words we use when we're together and so you can sort of go deeper into that for a moment I can find all the different places to push and all the different buttons that I can touch and it just feels right and it just feels so good and you can sort of just enjoy and be in the moment of being here with me and we were a few weeks ago we were somewhere else we were at Charmed and there's a certain specific feeling that we have when we're at cons together about how connected we are there's that sense that we're this power couple and we always have that that's always a part of who we are we're one of those you know kind of gross couples we're really connected to each other we finish each other's sentences all these things that we've talked about today about who we are and about who we are as a part of our shared identity we talk a lot about your identity and I can sort of fuck with your identity really easily and that's nice that I can change you on a whim like that but then there's this concept of who I am to you which we've talked about and then there's this concept of who we are together and you and I sleeping girl and CC kitten that's a part of our identity too and I think when we go to cons and events together we get to explore that sense of who we are in public that we're this amazing couple a force to be reckoned with people who share something sense of pride attached to it that's right I can see that it's so nice to be able to look into your head and see all those things that you feel about us and it's good to talk to you about them too and that feeling of us being who we are in that space 
I know that it makes me feel really, really good. And you can see that too when we're there. I don't know if you're seeing some different, you know, moments and scenes from being at the hotel. Some of our favorite moments together where we're just sitting there, or outside, or we're playing, or I just look over at you, and you see those things. And all of that is a part of our shared identity together. And I want us to be able to keep that and hold that. And soon Nihu is coming up and we'll get a chance to explore that too. Again, something to really burn it into us. Something that we can feel and share together. And I want it to be something that we can keep and call up whenever we want to. Whenever we go out, even if we're on the house. We are who we are. Together. And that's just a really powerful thing, right? That's right. Yeah. I can feel it. It makes my heart go faster a little bit to think about who we are together. The secret is I'm super sappy and I'm in love with you too. Yeah, that's right. So I want you to sort of hold on to that sense and you can keep it like here or here wherever you want to hold it that's fine and you can hold on to that as we sort of move on throughout the evening throughout our day tomorrow and the next day and the next come back up hi hi okay well that was fun and we're going to go off and do some more hot, sexy things. <laughs> Maybe a different flavor. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm just sort of doing whatever feels natural today. <laughs> That's what you should always do. Hmm. What am I thinking about? Oh, I don't want to say, like, we're going to do this because I don't actually ever know what's going to actually happen. <laughs> we'll see. Me either. Yep. And it's better that way. Agreed. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Um, of course, uh, check out our Patreon. We do um, After Hours Trances on there where we do more slash sometimes longer, sometimes hotter, sometimes different trances. <laughs> always different. Always different. Um, uh, I forget what I always do at the end of these podcasts because it's been a little while. Thank you for listening. Um if you ever have it, you know, check out our Discord if you ever have anything that you want to um, talk about from the podcast. Feel free to discuss with us yeah. on Tumblr, on Discord, wherever. The, these are great conversation starters. Um, thank you. Thank and you. Have a good one. All right. Good night. I don't know. What the hell? <laughs>